Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, Rick Ivanovich. Rick, you are the founder and CEO of TRG International. It's found on the web at TRG International. And in your personal website, uh, you're a master coach uh, and you're found on the web at rickivanovich.com. Your book is Business as Usual, How to Thrive in the New Renaissance. I like it. Rick, it's great to have you. Thanks for having me, uh, Josh. Now, before we start, I'd just like to share with you and your listeners a core belief that I hold dear. Um, we all have the potential to be architects of change. So in, in our current era at the moment, which is defined by constant transformation, our task is not just to keep up, but to actively shape the path forward. Uh, now, speaking for myself, from stacking shelves, that's where I started, and learning the ropes of people management as a trainee in a supermarket, to immersing myself in the more precise world of accounting, and later navigating the constantly evolving landscapes of technology and humans. My story really demonstrates the power, I believe, of transformation and continuous learning and the significant impact each one of us can make. So every day our actions, big or small, shape our future. And as we discuss whatever you're gonna throw at me today, I want everyone listening to remember this, you are your own brand. And every single decision you make is part of the unique story that you are crafting for yourself, how you react how you adapt and how you innovate in the face of all the change that's happening at the moment will define your story and your legacy. And this belief, inspiring each of us to aim for consistently higher achievement is the cornerstone of my work, my life purpose. So as we dive into our conversation today, let's not just think about adapting to change, but about how we can define it after all, when we embrace our unique qualities and strive for personal growth, we are not just participants, but we're actually catalysts in our ever-changing business as unusual or bow world, as I call it. So well, let's get started, Josh. What uh, evidence might you point at, maybe uh, in terms of trends or innovations, technology that lead you to believe um, that we may be in what you call a new renaissance? Uh, let's just pick one simple one that's, I think, 
um, taking the world by storm at the moment, and that is generative AI or AI yeah. in general. <laughs> I mean, people are some people are out there panicking. <laughs> uh, some people are embracing it. Um, some people are still scratching their heads, wondering what is going on. Um, there's been so much chatter about it. it, it it's it's huge, and um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's. Going back to, you know, why do I think it's the Renaissance? It's just another one of those unusual things that's that's hitting us. And 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 the reason why I've got, got that I'm bringing the Renaissance, I put that in the title of the book, is because AI, though it may be scaring some people, it's not scaring other people. And although there may be all sorts of that information going around that, hey, you know, is going to take over our jobs, the robots are coming type of thing. At the end of the day, um, what I think is very important about it is it actually highlights the importance of us being human. <laughs> uh, that is very, very important. I mean, an AI is just a, is just a dumb program that mm -hmm. we tell it, it just does whatever we tell it to do. And it's smart if we ask it to do something smart and it's pretty stupid when we ask it to do something pretty stupid. Uh, so in that, in, in, in that respect, it's pretty dumb. Um, so it's like all tools, it's how you use them. Uh, so yeah, going back to the uh, re Renaissance, you know, yeah. there, there are a lot of qualities that we have as humans that are totally unique, okay, that makes us, well, human, okay? And it's, uh, I love the fact that AI has come come in because it really gives me the opportunity to re-emphasize to people like it's our humanity and the skills that we have as humans that, well, make us human and that makes us unique and that makes us different. And that's why we're all so wonderful. Yeah. Well, and and I th I agree with you, and I think that um, you know some of the things uh, that we're seeing right now, I, I, you know, the more I learn and the more evidence that I see, um, I, I think we're again kind of headed into this. Uh, it, it feels like an acceleration because AI it, it touches nearly everything. Uh, mm -hmm. And the applications are widespread. So it doesn't matter if you're afraid or not. Um, it, it's almost like a, uh, it's an inevitability. So you just, it, you know, it's like a larger market force that you have no control over. Well, you may as well decide how to adapt to be a part of it. And specifically, I think here's what we're looking for right now is we're looking for leaders um, because AI by itself is not going to innovate and change lives and change, you know, history. It's the people who use the tools. And so I think a great reminder for all of us, how are you showing up in this moment? Absolutely. I, 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 I agree. I mean, you know, how we show up is, is so important. Um, and um, it's and even more important is, is how we're showing up when all these things are changing. Um, if you are the if you are the leader out there, you can't be the you know the deer stuck in the headlights. <laughs> we can't be like scratching our heads and running around in circles. We need to be decisive. You know, we need to take action. We need to be moving forward. We need to embrace these changes. Um, so you know, a lot of this is sort of linked to. 
what you could call VUCA leadership, you know, uh, and, and, and us being prepared for VUCA, that, that volatility, that uncertainty, okay, the complexity and the am ambiguity. I mean, it's hitting us from all angles. And, and as we've just been talking about AI, that's confusing an awful lot of people. Okay, and and there you could have a lot of employees <laughs> that, you, that you are employing who are very confused or you know a little bit apprehensive and a bit scared of their their jobs. Um, and, uh, and as you say, we need leaders. We need people to be decisive. We need them to show the path. We need them to walk the talk. We need them to be the ambassador of change. We need them to be the role models. And so there's a tremendous opportunity now for people to step up. Yeah. Um, and how do you, what, Rick, would you mind maybe talking about your background and the work you do today? Oh, sure. <laughs> um, it's been a long background. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, give, give, us the, give us the condensed version, if you could. <laughs> condensed. I, I mentioned supermarkets. Okay. I did actually start off as a management trainee in a supermarket chain in the UK. Uh, 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 no, no, no kidding. Um, and for some reason, um, I decided to begin a, become an accountant <laughs> within the first year. So I quit that, went back to school, learned accounting, um, and now I'm an accountant. That was four decades ago or something, five decades ago, something like that, long time ago. Um, so I've always been an accountant, um, primarily a systems accountant. So I've always uh, dabbled with computers, uh, given that when I left school, the PC hadn't come out yet, so I'm showing my age there. <laughs> or the, the year that I left school was the year that the first PC came out. Um, and so, I, you know, I've been doing accounting in all sorts of industries. Um, and it eventually brought me to oil, which brought me out to uh, China and then to Vietnam. And I've been here in Vietnam for the last ooh, 33 years. Um, I retired back in 1994, um, but I'm a bit of a workaholic, or I was a workaholic. It's something I'm working on at the moment <laughs> to get rid of. Uh, and um, I started my own company doing what I had been doing, which was implementing accounting systems before I'd done it for the companies I worked for. And now I, I did it for anybody who wanted it done. So that's primarily what I've been doing for the last 30 odd years is implementing accounting systems plus, you know, related systems to that, like consolidation systems, financial reporting, statutory reporting, manufacturing, you name it, we've probably done it. Um, so that's the main thing uh, that I've uh, been, been doing. Um, as a numbers person, um, as I was scaling my company, I suddenly realized that I'm a numbers person and I didn't understand people very well. <laughs> they don't compute, there's no formula to them, uh, which led me on the pursuit of finding out, well, how do I scale a company if I need people, if I'm not really a people person, I'm that horrible, well, not horrible, I'm that stereotypical accountant who's a bit nerdy and um, a super introvert, which doesn't help. Um, and so I came across psychological assessments, again, psychometrics. That's probably about 15 years ago. I loved it. I thought, yes, formula for people. Wonderful. So I embraced that, started doing that, learned all about that, got certified in all of that, and started um, uh, selling those kind of systems all around the world as well. Uh, liked it so much, 
actually uh, set up a startup with a bunch of other people. And we have our own company doing exactly the same thing. So we do talent to help recruit people, uh, to help uh, make all those people decisions and to help uh, develop people. That's sort of primarily what we do. And in the last four years or so, five years ago, I've sort of morphed into uh, becoming a coach. I suddenly realized that's what I've been doing, coaching and mentoring people for decades. Uh, never called it that, I just sort of did it. And suddenly realized I really, really, really enjoy doing it. Uh, so that's why I became a certified coach. And I'm sort of pivoting more in that in that direction these days. All right. Yeah, I'm going to get to that in just a second, too, because I want to ask you about that, particularly the book. Um, but mm -hmm. I want to ask you, TRG International, obviously, mm -hmm. you're proud of, uh, you know, for 30 years now, as CEO and founder, uh, <laughs> you've definitely uh, achieved a great level of success uh, with this company. Who is TRG for and who should be engaging with uh, who should be? Okay, so yeah, who should be researching, sorry. connecting and, and engaging? Okay, so so what do we what do we really do? Okay, I'll tell you if I I you know I'll try and reframe what we actually do, and then the people who want to engage with the people who want that. Because <laughs> okay, so primarily uh, what I've, uh, what we've been doing is 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 selling and providing those systems that run your accounting and stuff. Like, I can't, I'm an accountant. I can't get away from it. I love it. <laughs> like numbers, accounting, reporting, performance management, even manufacturing. So we, we've, we've been doing that for customers in 80 countries. We've been doing it for a long, long time in all sorts of industri industries, obviously from oil and gas, because that's where I came from. Uh, but in my eclectic past, I've touched so many other industries. We sell into all of those as well. Um, our biggest vertical is uh, hotels. Uh, so we work with uh, standalone hell, uh, standalone hotels um, and chains. And the chain could be within a country or across a region or across the world. And yes, we happen to supply probably 50% of the top 20 global chains in the world. Okay. Um, and as you know, hotels are in many countries. Chains have hotels in many countries. That's why we are in many countries. <laughs> uh, so um, uh, we do that. So we're interested in, in speaking to the finance folks, the C-level people who are working in hotels or, or in other industries like oil and gas and stuff like that, who are looking for an accounting solution, or which sounds horrible, put it another way, they want a system that works. That's the number one thing. You know, we're trying to provide systems that actually work. So you forget that you even got them because they just work, right? <laughs> Um, so uh, that, that's the main thing that we do. The other thing we do, I say we run a boutique ODC, offshore development center. Um, that's, uh, we've got 350 engineers for hire. So this is software engineering, okay? Uh, we don't do contract engineering, we do offshore um, ODC work, which means that companies say, hey, we need 10 people or 20 people, uh, We, you know, we." These are the type of programs that we want. Um, we provide them. They manage them. So think of like um, um, a virtual office, you know, except we provide you a virtual office with people that you manage in it. <laughs> All right. Uh, and we're not very big, only about 350 engineers. And we do that for clients, mainly in the, in the Americas um, and in Australia and in Japan. And uh, so what we're looking for there is we're looking for people who are interested in, in offshore development, 
um, maybe want to increase capacity, uh, but what they really want is a, a group of people in, in their center who aren't going to keep changing. Uh, some of our clients we've had for more than 10 years, all right, and some of them, the same people, they're the same employees that we're giving them. Uh, they're part of the company. Um, uh, the final thing we do is around assessments, which are the psychometrics and 360 surveys. And so therefore, there we're looking to contact with um, HR leaders or really anyone in the C-suite who seems to have a people challenge, whether it's recruitment, whether it's retention or motivation, or they're looking to do succession planning, or they're, or they're just uh, looking to grow them. Okay, so that, that's what we do. Yeah. And um, we, we've got about three minutes left on oh. your website, Rick Ivanovich, uh, dot com. Uh, yeah. it, you, you have a quite a storied background. Uh, so it's kind of a great opportunity for the right person uh, who can use the insights and, and kind of experience of wisdom that you have. Um, but mm -hmm. but who would make a great um client or kind of mentee uh, to be able to work with you? And again, your website, rickybanovich.com. Okay, that's a great question. I, and I've been thinking very hard about that um, over the last year or so, even having to, to choose to not renew some coaching clients that I have. Uh, so what I'm really looking for are the people who not only want to change, but are committed to change. As through coaching, I will transform them. Okay, and transformation is permanently changing. It's going to permanently change you. So people need to want to do that. If you're not prepared to uh, for, to be changed, if you're not prepared to put in the work in, and you just want to turn up over a nice chat, I'm I'm the wrong person. <laughs> I would not enter into that kind of engagement. Uh, I'm, uh, this person also has to be curious and open-minded. Okay, open-minded is really, really important because it's not just seeing other perspectives because the second part of open-mindedness is not just seeing the other perspectives, but is being prepared to change your own perspective and change your own mind. Uh, and we definitely need a growth mindset because I'm looking to grow people to, to change them. Um, the tendency is the, the clients I'm working for tend to be uh, high achievers or hyper achievers. Okay. Um, and, and, and I'm finding out with, with those people, although they seem to be achieving a lot, they still feel a bit empty. Some, something's a bit off. Uh, so I try and fill that hole, make them feel more fulfilled, um, make them have more balance in their life. Yeah. Uh, your book, uh, Rick, business as usual. How to thrive in the new renaissance. Congrats on the uh, uh, on the recent launch. As of when we're recording, this literally just came out nine days ago. So congratulations yeah. on that. I'm sure that's a, <laughs> a lot of work. That's now uh, you know again. It's nice to see you know you've birthed your baby. Yeah. Uh, who sh who should be picking up this book, and what would you expect the transformation uh, that would take place by someone reading? Okay, so I'm finding that uh, business, it's business as unusual, <laughs> which is an unusual title because it's not business as usual, it's business as unusual. 
Um, and um, it's the first in a trilogy, uh, hence um, that's why you might see on the on the face of it, on the on the book cover. Um, this one is really looking at the unusual world that we're in from a business leader or a business owner perspective. Okay. Um, that being said, an individual who is not a business leader <laughs> or is not a business owner, they might want to be one day. Okay. And they may just be looking at it for themselves because they are their own business leader. They are their own business owner of themselves. Um, so what the book's about is, is really, I found that during the pandemic, because this is when it was born, or it's really birthed, during the pandemic, um, it affected people in a lot of different ways. And one of the things that I saw is that it, it caused tremendous confusion with people because the basis upon which we all got up every day and went to work got thrown out the window because at some points in time we couldn't even go to work because <laughs> you weren't allowed in your own home or the office was closed the building was closed you know and just crazy things started happening it was just super unusual um, and it's left a lot of people completely and utterly confused. Now we've seen um, what was coined more than a year ago, the great resignation or the great reshuffle or the great insert world word as millions of people, literally millions of them have, have started voting with their feet and mm -hmm. leaving whatever company they were at and going elsewhere because the grass is greener. Okay, the reason why, you know, it didn't go one iteration, it's still iterating because the grass wasn't greener, was it? <laughs> uh, and so the, yeah. the analogy that I use is that pre-pandemic, we used to get up, we used to go to work, we'd be stuck in our cubicle. We're like that little hamster in the wheel going nowhere. Okay, but we accepted it. A lot of people accepted that. And then the pandemic comes away and they threw the cubes away. <laughs> they threw the office away and they threw the wheel away. Right, so like, ooh, well, that's a bit of a problem. Now we're just, we're still lost. We don't know where we're going. We're like lost in a maze. And so there's this uneasy feeling with people, very, very uneasy feeling with people. Like, what is the point of all of this? Okay, and what I'm doing in the book is trying to give a framework that people can follow that's very easy to understand and a shed load of tools to help them get out of that brain fog, out of that malaise and get some clarity and direction in their life and get their balance back and get them going and get their oomph back. And, you know, they, they, they wake, wake up, you know, all excited in the morning and, and they know what they're doing and where they're going. I, I want to put that back into people. Yeah. Rick Ivanovich, again, the book is Business as Unusual, How to Thrive in the New Renaissance. It's just hit, it just hit Amazon. So you could go check that out. And you can also, Rick, go to your website, rickivanovich.com. And again, uh, that's where as well, you'll find resources and information about the book and your coaching. Uh, and then of course, I just want to uh, put a shout out for TRG International too, your baby, 30 years in the making. So Rick, it's been great having you on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much, Josh. Thank you very much.
Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.